0: Second player press start.
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Second Player Press Start podcast. My name is James and as always I'm joined by my friend...
0: Darren, that's me. The guy on the couch with the guy on the couch.
1: Yes, and... uh, sorry for um a little brief hiatus um i think we missed our schedule of posting these episodes
0: yeah i think last friday would have been our should have been this post
1: yes so we'll get this up by the following friday um but yeah life happens and uh it does stuff it happens does. so apologize for that but um yes we're not here to apologize <laughs> We're here to talk about yet another Battle Royale game. Of course, yeah, because um, that's all we ever talk
0: about on this podcast. Yes.
1: Um, but this time, it's uh, it's a little different of a spin, and uh, the game that we're going to be talking about today is uh, Tetris 99.
0: Tetris 99! I haven't played Tetris since 99. Is that is that maybe possible? Yeah. I
1: don't know. Um, so this was a... Kind of free game if you were subscribed to Nintendo's online service. Um, they kind of announced this game out of nowhere.
0: What's their service called?
1: Nintendo Switch Online. Okay. Alright. <laughs> pretty uh, pretty catchy catchy yeah, name. Yeah, the
0: marketing ad wizards and
1: all yeah. that. Um, so, yeah, if you subscribe to that service, you can get this game. Which makes sense because it's a completely online game. Sure. And um, I guess when, if someone was to say there's a Tetris battle royale game, you would think, like, okay, do block pieces hop out of a plane with guns <laughs> and then they have to murder each other? Well, that's, I, that's what I, I thought. That's yeah. what I thought. But um, no, this game is, you're basically playing Tetris. Against, I guess, a hundred other people or ninety nine. Yeah, you are number one hundred. Is that how it that works? That's what I'm assuming. Or there's ninety eight other or players. Maybe you're number ninety nine. Yeah. Anywho, there's there's a bunch of other players, and um, you're kind of battling against them. Um, the game doesn't quite make it clear at the beginning, like what exactly. The spin is, like, how you eliminate people. Um, It's very vague in any description of, like, other than, like, everyone knows how to play Tetris at this point. Sure, yeah. Tetris is an old game.
0: Um, I remember playing it. We were both talking about playing Tetris on our Game Boys back in the day. Yes. Um, And I think, if I remember correctly, could you Game Boy Link? two Game Boys and play Tetris versus another person? Yes,
1: okay. uh, my cousin okay. and I, yeah, we definitely did that with the link cable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, te- yeah, Tetris was a pack-in game with the Game Boy, so if you had a Game Boy, you pretty much had a copy of Tetris. Gotcha. Um, so everyone had that game. So, yeah, I do remember as a kid playing that game against other people. Um, But that was just one other person, not 98 or Or
0: 99 players.
1: Um, But you're you're right about this, is that
0: we intuitively understand how Tetris works primarily from playing it before, but also the concept of the game is very straightforward, right? You have a block that you want to fit. I mean, even psychologically in terms of the puzzle, you're like, Oh, I see how this fits and I want to fill up as much empty space as possible. So I think the design of Tetris is still a pretty solid puzzle game design. Even For sure. Now, like, they haven't changed anything about the core mechanisms of the game. Um, and yet, when we get into this competitive mode, now there's all these other things going on that there's no explanation of.
1: Zero, yeah. Um, which, in one way, kind of a play, plays into the allure of the game, like... I mean, I wish they would have explained stuff from the start. Like, I wish I didn't need to go on the internet and kind of figure out, like, okay, what are badges? Right, right. Um, What is this little grid of, um, like, I can move my right stick and target individual players, or Mm -hmm. I can target KOs or attackers or badges? Like, what does all this stuff mean. right Um, right
0: and how does it affect what i'm doing does it give me a better chance of winning does it affect the other players and and now i'm you know i'm at a disadvantage or i have an advantage or something and and none of that is really explained
1: yeah so um i've been playing this game quite a fair bit and uh because i've been investing a bunch of time into it obviously i wanted to learn how to play it or figure out sure systems And uh, sure enough, um, that curiosity kind of led me to kind of figure out the meanings behind all these kind of cryptic things. Um, So I only learnt the game by kind of going online Mm. and I guess other people kind of figuring it out and kind of gaining knowledge through that. Um, But I guess we'll go into that a little bit more later. Um, since you've only kind of played initially um, when we when we didn't know what was going on, right? Maybe you could talk kind of about your first initial impressions. Sure. Under that,
0: yeah. So ha- having played Tetris before, I was intrigued by James's pitch of Tetris Battle, battle Royale, right? Um, and I understand what he meant by that, but also. I didn't know what that looked like in terms of the Tetris mechanisms. I had played other style puzzle games versus other people before, even there was versus AI mode and stuff like that in the past. So I knew that I liked Tetris. I knew there was something from my past that I enjoyed playing that I had sunk a number of hours into as a kid. And I was definitely willing to give it a shot. Um, As soon as you get in the game, you're presented with this um, option just as it's, timing into a match to choose with your right stick i think it is yeah to switch between you know who are you going to attack and the basic idea that i got from that early on was whenever i get points in the game i'm gonna somehow negatively affect another person's board and in this case it was well which person's board do you want to attack do you want to attack a random person's board do you want to attack the people that are attacking you and so on and so forth So there's a lot of options there, but like James said, I didn't know what badges meant. um, And I didn't know what KOs meant. Um, I also found that in the early part of the game, in some cases, um, it would be super easy for me. Like I could get to spot, you know, halfway point, 50, somewhere in there, without much difficulty. And then all of a sudden, my whole board would like fill up within a few drops. And I had no no way to account for that. I couldn't figure out where they were coming from or why all of a sudden I was getting targeted. And it just, it felt bad because it was so out of my control. And I didn't know if that meant, okay, well maybe this is happening to other people too. But in watching some of the little screens, cause uh, you've got your main screen in the middle and then you actually get to see everybody else's screen in real time or so I so I believe it to be. Um, and I could see that some other people were getting slammed as well. Like even even just looking at some of the play video now, you see that there's a number of screens that are just getting as filled up as I am. Sometimes I had the ability to kill some of those rows and with good drops, and then I with some with some clever play, and I could kind of get back to my halfway screen full. Uh, other times I just got overwhelmed within a few drops, like I said, and there was nothing. I felt like there was nothing I could do about it. And that was really frustrating because i didn't know why it was happening and if i was doing something uh, maybe i was playing poorly but there was no metric to say that i'm doing poorly other than the screen filling up so there was a lot of unknowns there and it did make for um at once a frustrating experience especially when it came down to i lost very quickly without knowing why on the other hand, there was some curiosity as to, okay, well, maybe it has to do with this other mechanism with attacks that I don't know anything about. Or maybe there's some features in this and I need to clear two or more rows at a time. Or maybe I need to get a Tetris, which in, you know, the old parlance that was getting four rows cleared mm-hmm. at once with the, with the long block. So maybe I needed to play my Tetris game a little bit differently to account for some of these new mechanisms. But again, I just... There was no way to know; none of that was explained to me. None of that was clear from watching the screen. And speaking of watching the screen, there's just there's a lot of information conveyed at once,
1: right? Yeah, there's a lot of um, like flashing lights, and uh, like while you're playing your game, um, you can see kind of miniature versions of the other players' game, sure, um, on the two sides of the screen, and. Uh, you actually see when players are sending their cleared lines to other players. So there's this constant like beaming of light beaming from kind of one little board to another little board. Mm. Um, So that kind of gives you a hint of like, okay, when I clear lines, it's moving those lines to somewhere else, which I think um, that was the case in like the Game Boy Tetris when you were. Playing in multiplayer from what i remember gotcha right um so yeah you're kind of you know you have that going on and then you um like one thing that wasn't in the game boy tetris was um kind of this queue of like your next um what is it one two Six
0: pieces? Right, right. I, yeah, that's right. There, we could always see what was coming next, if I yeah. remember correctly, what your next block drop was. But in this one, you you can see a lot more ahead in advance, kind of in the future of what to expect.
1: Yeah, so... Um, like, it's kind of crazy because, like, while your piece is dropping, you're... I, I know, at least for me, I'm kind of keeping an eye on, like, oh, I need... Um, I know there's certain names for each block, but I need the long skinny piece and that's coming in three more kind of uh, piece drops. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's kind of, um, there's a lot to absorb, um, even though it's kind of a simple game. And then the other thing that they've introduced, which I don't know how new of a mechanic it is, um, because this is kind of the first Tetris that I've played in a really long time, is... um, holding a piece, so you have the ability to um, if there's a piece that you want to save, you can hold it and reserve it to play it at um, another time Mm -hmm, by pressing mm -hmm. the L button, um, which I thought was a really neat thing in this kind of battle royale mode, where um, you can hold on to that long skinny piece and wait for the opportunity to attack someone Uh, by dropping that piece at the right time. Um, Yeah, and the, the assumption from older Tetris games was that
0: getting a string of four at a time was way more valuable than one row at a time. Right. So the assumption that we make in this one too, without a lot of anything, any sort of heuristics on the screen to say this is actually what's happening, our assumption again is when we get four rows at a time, we're doing better yeah or we're or we're making it harder for the people that we're playing against that kind of a thing. Um, it's hard to know that because there's nothing that says that's true or that's not true. yeah, but again, it's just the expectation we have from a Tetris game
1: for sure um so yeah, those were kind of our like initial assumptions um I've been like I said, I've been playing this game quite a fair bit um it's kind of been my like Palette cleanser, I guess. Sure, sure. Um, It's kind of been this in Apex Legends, to be completely honest. Um, It's been occupying most of my time. But I've found this is kind of a good game to, like, you know, I have a few minutes to kill and I want to play something quickly. This is Mm -hmm. a great game to kind of pop in. Um, So I have kind of read up on, like, what do all of these things mean? Okay. And um, it it now makes sense in my head, and uh, I really wish they kind of explained it. So much like other Battle Royale games, you kind of, um, if you think of it like the metaphor of dropping onto the island, um, you have a few options, right? You can kind of go in and um, guns blazing, find someone yeah. to attack. Yeah. Or you can kind of keep a low key and kind of um, wait it out until you know some people are knocked out, hmm. and then kind of advance. Um, so this game game kind of works in the same fashion where you can choose um, by selecting random people. Um, it it'll it'll kind of cycle between. Just random people, like you're not targeting mm-hmm. the hottest player on the map. Um, the kill leader, right? Yeah, <laughs> the kill leader, exactly. So you could also then choose to, okay, I, I actually want to be the, the kill leader. So I'm going to select it so that... Um, I'll get the most kills, but then that opens you up to being the kill leader mm. so then people that have selected um, badges will that'll target whoever's doing the best okay so sometimes it doesn't um, it doesn't go in your favor to be the best right out the gate because then you are now the kill leader okay and okay. everyone's gonna target you. Um, So the the term badges, you basically get a badge for every one that you knock out. Okay. um, And badges will multiply the amount of lines that you send to someone, Mm. which is why we were getting into scenarios where we were playing and then all of a sudden we had like 3 million lines (laughs) pile up um, to our screen. you can see on the left-hand side when you're playing yet another thing to keep your eye on, mm. kind of the incoming pile of stuff that's going to be thrown at you. Okay. Um, i found when I get into those scenarios, like if I clear a bunch of lines really quickly, you can then knock those down. Mm. Um, so it becomes this juggling act of like so many things that you've got to kind of keep an eye on right and uh, and in
0: a relatively short amount of time yeah because even if you get high in the game um this game doesn't take that long to play right
1: yeah yeah matches generally last you know if you're doing well it's five minutes but you know a game could be over in like half the time right sure um but the thing that's like you almost enter this like zen-like state when you're doing really well. I don't know how else to really explain it. Hmm. Like I've, I've been playing this quite a fair bit and um, I've made it to, I think I was like top three. Okay. Um, and at that point, like your brain is operating on this like zen, I don't know how to really explain it. Hmm. Um, like your brain just kind of goes into Tetris mode. Is it kind
0: of like a flow state? Um, there's a psychologist, uh, Mihai Csikszentmihalyi Mihai, talking about the idea of this perfect flow state when you're invested in something, and you—it's at this level between um, uh, this where your skill, where it requires a lot of your skill and um, direct kind of interaction and direct thought and activity. And at the same time, uh, if it goes outside of that, it can get it can get boring because it's too easy, or it can get frustrating because it gets too hard. So it's always between those two right. those two positions. And that kind of what it feels like. you you know where time feels a little bit different. It doesn't feel like time is running at the same speed anymore, and that kind of thing.
1: It's almost like you're in this weird Tetris trance. I don't know hmm. how to really describe it, but. Um... Like I think having those moments where like <laughs> it's almost like you've your brain has entered the main. I don't know how to explain it. It's right, right, right. It's a weird feeling that I don't think I've ever really had in a puzzle game because you're you're thinking so fast and there's just so many things to keep track of. Right. Um, that it's. Um, I mean, Tetris has always been a. A great game to kind of exercise your mind, right? Just like, hmm. just like any other form of puzzle or, sure. uh, um, like troubleshooting things, it's uh, it's a good way to kind of exercise your brain, right? And I feel like when you get to kind of the high level of Tetris Ninety Nine, your brain kind of goes somewhere else, hmm. and um, yeah, hmm. I've I've really been enjoying that experience. Interesting. So, would you say that that um, that,
0: that experience, that, that flow state, right. If we want to just keep using that term, is that something that's bringing you back because that, if it, that part of it, that state feels rewarding and when you get there, it just feels good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for it's, sure. is, do you think it's more of that experience than it is maybe the win or the top three or whatever that's bringing you back just because you like, you know, in that state, you know, you're fully, you're fully present, you're fully aware, you're fully invested. And it just feels, you know, comfortable or the experience feels good.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a part of me that obviously wants to get number one. Get good, yeah. Get good. Um, And I feel like the more I play this, the more I'm getting better. Right, right. Um, My one piece of advice is, like, play this game when Japan's asleep. Because... (laughs) whenever you can tell whenever japan's awake because they're playing this game and their level of tetris playing is absolutely phenomenal Hmm. interesting Um, i wish there was a way to actually like monitor in detail um like when you're knocked out the other players Hmm. Um, but i've seen some guys online um not necessarily from japan but um but like
0: maybe recurring people yeah okay that
1: um yeah i've even been watching to kind of learn some tips and tricks but like some of the level of play is just absolutely crazy Hmm. um like i think i'm doing good at points but compared to some some guys out there it's just it's pretty insane sure interesting but i guess that goes with any like high level play yeah because
0: there is definitely skill involved in this game right even though there's those random elements that aren't presented very well um you know that by managing your puzzle well in any capacity you're still going to that's still a skill aspect and you can get better at that skill right
1: and i think like it's a good analogy to to compare this to a battle royale game because it Provides that level of thinking on your feet all the time right and a- adaptation. right? Yeah like making making the best of the situation for sure um, Because you don't know how many blocks are going to be thrown at you at whatever point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just like in a battle royale as you're exploring and looting the map you don't know What person or squad is going to be behind a door or over the hill or whatever right right and um, yeah, I I can't like I I really like this game. Hmm. I've been having a lot of fun with it, and uh, I think if uh, you own a Nintendo Switch, because I don't think this is out on any other platforms, um, I think Nintendo actually developed this game. Um, I okay. would I would recommend even just paying the twenty bucks a month mu- or twenty bucks a year or Nintendo Switch Online to just get this game because right, right. I think it's uh, it's worth it for that one sole reason. Interesting.
0: Sure. Now, one of the I remember one of the things just just going back to the overall mechanism of the you know being first. I remember when we were first tinkering around with it together, or at least I was because you had played it a bit before that. We had it said in the game that we were spot you know thirty-seven of whatever of ninety-nine. And then when we finally got our end game score on the scoreboard, we were like spot 39. So we had lost two spaces from the time where we finished the game and the screen said 37 to the time where we got on the scoreboard at 39. Have you seen any more like that? Has that happened to you? Do you know why that might be an issue after more playthroughs? Because that was another thing that we couldn't figure out.
1: Yeah, I think it might just lie in like, because this game moves so fast, like, maybe once like you're actually knocked out it kind of does an actual calculation of okay well actually no this guy was a few seconds ahead of you in getting knocked out so you're actually down right. a place or two gotcha um mm-hmm. cuz yeah while there is kind of a an ongoing kind of indication of like how good you're doing mm-hmm. um you kind of have to wait till the very end to see where the chips kind of fall, right? right. Um, to see how well you actually did. So even just the sense that yes, it's a
0: real time game, but there's there's so much information being transferred yeah. in real time that uh, whatever is updating on your screen might not be exactly what's happening on like yeah. every ninety nine other screens. Or yeah. whatever. Okay. Sure.
1: That's um, yeah. That's at least what I got from that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't have much else to really say about this game. I think it's, it's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, do you have anything else to add? or?
0: Uh, I, think, I think we covered most of it. I mean, the fact that from a, from a design perspective, right, we have Tetris, and this goes back decades now, yeah. right? And the puzzle mechanisms have been used in other games, like a lot of even, even the idea of match-three games, I guarantee there's some inspiration coming back to tetris right and there's tons of match three games and stuff like that out in mobile casual games all this kind of thing so there's tetris is still still has a role as inspiration in a lot of the new casual puzzle games that come out and then to say okay well what what's another genre that we can mash this up with to make this multiplayer seem interesting well we've seen this kind of battle royale where everybody's playing to try to get top of the charts can we do that with tetris as a puzzle game and it seems like yes yeah absolutely they can do that not only can they do that but they can do it in a way that um as far as you're concerned is compelling um, leaves a little bit of curiosity in terms of how i can improve there's enough of a skill level that you're going online and seeing some of the top players and seeing strategies and things like that which in maybe in your average puzzle game it doesn't have that much depth to it um, and at first glance i would argue that this game doesn't appear um, to have as much depth because it's a tetris game and yet there was stuff that i couldn't even figure out from the way it's presented to me so whether it's because of a presentation problem that there's actually more depth than they're letting on or or it's on purpose i can't see one way or the other um, but i think that's interesting They take an old an old game and mash it up with a new kind of genre and release it as a like, as a, as a new game, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah very, very cool stuff. Um, kind of makes me wonder what Nintendo will do next, um, if this is going to be kind of a, a feature of their online service where they actually develop these games exclusively for the service. Hmm. Um, which makes sense because you need the subscription to play any game online. Right. Um So having a game exclusive to the service that's multiplayer only kind of makes sense. And, uh, yeah, I hope they continue kind of developing more games that are um, kind of along this vein, because this is a a pretty fantastic one. Nice. Um, So, yeah, with that said, um, I guess that wraps it up for this episode. Yeah. Um, As always, thank you guys for listening and watching I guess um, we yeah. also upload this podcast to a YouTube channel where you can see our beautiful faces we do with uh, your beautiful faces yes um, with some gameplay um, so if you don't have any idea of if you want to see like okay w- what are these guys actually talking about um, hopefully the the YouTube video will um, show you a little gameplay and give you an idea of um, what these games are about
0: for sure for sure especially um, there's been a few games we've talked about you know Tetris is old school we're just we're talking about a new version of it but even I mean we did few we talked about fusion frenzy and stuff like that so the ability for us to show gameplay footage along with the talk means that you can kind of experience some of the stuff that you might not otherwise be able to see or find or have ever heard about
1: before yeah Um, so yeah, with that said, uh, thanks again for listening and watching. Indeed. Um, for info on past shows and all other second player press start stuff, uh, visit our website at secondplayerpressstart.com. That's right.
0: And that is second player. That's with the number
1: two, two ND, secondplayerpressstart.com. And, uh, as always until next time, say good night, Darren. Good night, James.